Hey guys, welcome to episode 8 of Between Sets. Uh, I'm your host, Tim Walcott, and I'm here with my co-host. Tim's back. I was Tyler the host. Patterson. I was the only host last time. Yeah. So you welcome back, sir. Yeah, so now we'll actually get a um, a surge in positive reviews. You know what? I actually, we'll... I checked this morning and that was our least viewed podcast, the one of me just talking. Well, that Even hurts. though it's our newest one, I think that might be why. Yeah, probably. But yeah, I just checked it, this morning. It builds. Probably, I think, right? Yeah. Well, and I, I know a lot of people have been, uh, they haven't, they aren't following with every week, obviously. Yeah. So they just, they started like episode one when we're already four or five in. Oh yeah. I got yeah. a lot of people saying that too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so I don't feel like, like I think now. episode, what's our highest? I think the three introduction just because it was a new, I, think I don't know. Three or four sure. or two or three. It's not the first one. Oh no. No, I don't think I'm so. I'm surprised. Yeah. It, it clearly changed since I've seen it last. I don't know. Anyways. Uh, so it makes you feel a lot better. Enough of that bullshit. Tim is back from Spain. He's sun-kissed. We actually just finished golfing, and he, now he's kind of burnt, but still looks it. It's an aggressive tan, sir. Yeah. <laughs> he assures me it's going to turn into a tan, which is fun. Speaking of vacations, I figured we'd talk about... Um, I fi- <laughs> this, the watch tan. I probably watch have the same tan, thing. Son. I'm going to have a hat tan. I shouldn't wear a hat today. Now my giant okay. forehead's going to be white, like a billboard. Yeah. Like an empty billboard yeah. in my head. Whatever. So, speaking of head. speaking of vacations, figured we'd talk about, because I get a lot of people coming in for massages that um, they're, they hurt, hurt themselves on vacation. They have plantar fasciitis or their knee hurts or their, they have hip bursitis and anything that kind of does, like anything that happens with walking or sleeping in different beds. And now their back hurts or their neck hurts from sleeping in a different, you know, a different bed or sitting on planes and that sort of thing. Uh, and I also wanted to touch on nu- the nutrition aspect of it as well. So can you travel while maintaining your goals? Let's say it's weight gain. Is it weight loss? Is it, is it weight maintenance? Uh, do you have some sort of, you know, new, um, uh, like workout you know, some sort of fitness goal as well. Right. So t- I want Tim to touch on that because Tim, I'll touch on it. Tim actually went to a CrossFit gym there while he was there and every day, if not like every other day or something like that. Dude, I wanted so hard. I'm impressed. Were people like, what is that guy I'm doing? His deadlifts are so weird. I didn't want it all. Were they wondering why <laughs> you're picking the weight up and just stopping at your, your, at your like top of the, and they were also the wondering knees? why I was taking a break. Oh yeah, they're like this guy takes breaks in between reps. This is strange. You had in no between sets, and you had no K tape on. <laughs> you had zero zero kinesiology tape. Kinesio tape. Kinesio. Kinesio. Right. It's not kinesiology. Sorry about your kinesiologist. I don't think it Trained matters what's it called. It's stupid. Electrical tape. <laughs> you might as well put painter's tape on yourself or something. Um, so, do you want to start off with massage or nutrition or fitness? Because I just I was bringing it in saying, let's talk about people getting quote-unquote hurt on vacation, um, or people trying to hit their fitness goals or hit their nutrition goals, which one do you want to touch on first? Let's talk about the 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 chain, the injuries okay. and the change in environment and how that plays. So let's okay. let's talk first about um, we in general. Let's yeah. preface that uh, you hear this quite frequently. I hear it not as frequently, but I definitely hear it where it's like people will go away um, on a vacation or something that's not their normal. Yeah. And 
they come back after the vacation and they complain about some type of pain, discomfort, yeah. quote unquote injury. Yeah. Um, and they're very confused. Right. And I think that can be easily explained. It yeah. doesn't mean we know exactly what happened, but it can be explained as to why that yeah. can be not necessarily expected, but why that was the case. I know exactly what two words you're about to say. Load management. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Kind of makes, well, makes and, sense. Yeah. So I think, uh, probably explain to people the how important it is to understand, or just how how powerful a change in environment can be. Yeah. So I actually heard Mike Tuchere, who's like a powerlifting guy, pretty well known powerlifting coach. He was talking about how the ch- a change in I just heard it briefly, so I'm like going to butcher this paraphrase, but he from what I understood while I was skimming is he was talking about how a, a train, a change in training environment for an athlete. Uh, he was referring to powerlifting athletes cause that's who he coaches right. specifically, but a change in environment for athletes, just the change in environment could be enough to induce an adaptation. Irregardless right. of the training variable, the actual training variables. Yeah. Wait, if that makes sense. Now, how would you ever measure that? We don't know, but that's, that's worth speculating. And, and, uh, from what we know about acute chronic workload and load management and, uh, the novel stimulus and novel stress and repeat about effect and all these things and how they play into each other is that, that, that has a powerful effect. Like I even noticed it personally, the last 10 days being in Spain, I noticed, my steps increased three to four times my daily average here. That's uh, significant. And I was in a different time zone. I My sleep schedule was different. My weather climate was different. My sleeping uh, environment was different. My food, my diet was different. Like everything was different. Um, Everything changed. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And then going to the gym. So my, the barbells I used were different. I didn't bring any of my gym equipment. So I didn't have straps. I didn't have, um, I didn't have knee sleeves. I didn't have uh, my lifting shoes. I didn't have metal plates. I used bumper. Like, it's just like everything is different. Oh, the, and the gym was also like, it was already 35 degrees in Spain and the gym had no air. So it was like 45 degrees in there. It was insane. So like just everything's different. So, and that the point is, is all of those things, it doesn't mean that it's negative. It just means that that's, it just is, it just is, it's just contributing to, uh, the change. It's just contributing to the general stress of your organism, of you, your body. Yeah. So that's something to consider is that like that change is a stressor. Yeah. That's the point. And so that stressor, when that stressor, when, uh, when all of those things are combined, they all affect your, your, your total load of stress that you can, uh, that you can adapt to at that time in a healthy way. Yeah. So if it's too much, you will adapt negative. Well, not adapt negatively. It's kind of a, that doesn't really make sense. You can't really adapt in a bad Yeah, yeah. No, I yeah. mean, I guess you 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 fail to adapt and your body falls uh, fails somewhere. Yeah. So that's where someone might feel some type of 
discomfort or pain or something. Well, I mean, an easy, like a, a cool little example that I have is that I I squat once or twice a week, usually twice if I can. And I recently switched to low bar instead of high bar and trying to focus on keeping my knees out. So all that I've changed in my life, the stress is all the same, walking's all the same, my workouts are still the same, my volume, my weights, my everything was the same. But just trying to keep my knees out. My adductors, which are the in your groin muscles, were so sore for like three days. It's the exact same relative, like pretty much the exact same movement. All I'm putting, putting weight on my shoulders, going down with it and coming up with it. Super similar, yeah. Right? And that drove like some sort of like a perceived injury, not an injury, perceived pain. Like my adductors were hurt, were hurting. So if you take everything that it kind of goes to the, my point is that something so small can make a difference. So something like you just said, the weather, the time difference, you're sleeping, you're doing a, a much more steps, your nutrition is probably different, uh, and you're a different environment. Obviously, that's going to change. All of that can make a pretty dramatic difference in some sort of outcome, yeah. whether it's positive or and, seemingly negative. Yeah, well, and and that's that's um, that's really only looking at it from, again, these are all variables that are affecting... Uh, that are affecting me from a biological perspective. So again, something that also comes into that equation, just to make things more complicated, is how I perceive all of those. Yeah. So my psychological response to those, yeah. my perception of how stressful all of these things are also plays into actually how stressful they are. Yeah. That's the interesting thing. Yeah. It's, it's, I was going to say perception, inception. It's perception. <laughs> perception, inception. <laughs> it's perception. I like it. You We're know, use it. Yeah, yeah. But like the, actually how you perceive those. And that's what, that's why it's important not to expect those things to necessarily have a negative effect on you. Yeah. Right. Going away to vacation be like, uh, like when I'm going to, tr- when I, as an example, right. I went to go train, I pulled a, a deficit deadlift PR and at this body weight, which is significantly lighter than last time I did deficits. And, um, like my body weight is 20 pounds lighter yeah. and I went at 7:45 PM, uh, I walked 20 minutes, um, up and down hills in the Barcelona weather, uh, after lying on the beach for six hours, got super burnt, yeah. uh, had a couple beers there. Um, yeah, that was my day. That was after walking for hours before the beach yeah. and I'm no whatever. That's I'm not special because I did that. It's just the fact that I was like, I don't feel particularly great, but I was like, I'm gonna go train yeah. and see what happens. Like I'm gonna go train and do whatever I can. But I didn't go in being like, this is gonna suck. This is gonna suck. This is gonna suck. I can't recover from this. I can't adapt. I just went in and was like, if the if the weight on the bar is lighter, who cares? If yeah. whatever. And I went in. It was super hot. Everything definitely was hard, but the weight moved pretty good. And I was like, okay, I'll keep doing what I can. I understood how all these things can play, but I, what I could control at least, and that's what I was focusing on is what can I control about this, uh, this scenario is how I perceive my current situation. So I was able to, able to, to control that, the expectations and beliefs and perceptions around the things that were changed in my environment. And that's what allowed me to train still effectively, efficiently and hit some PRs while I was on vacation. So this is, you're effectively answering the, the third thought that I referenced of how can, if you have some sort of fitness related goals, you can still achieve it very simply. 
Right. So even with the, the change in all these different variables, you still went and trained mm-hmm. and you still hit a PR at your body weight. That's pretty impressive. Or you could go, I'm tired. How do you today? I'm sunburned. Yeah. I walked too many steps. This leg session is going to suck. Yeah. That's not smart. So obviously this is contextual depending on what your fitness goals are. If you're a power lifter and you're preparing for a meet, it's not, it doesn't, it shouldn't, it can't, it doesn't have to hinder you. Is it, will it might? Yeah, maybe. There's things that aren't ideal for sure. Yeah. But, but it's still, you're still training as long as you're still getting some sort of stimulus. Maybe you don't put 10 pounds in your squat. Like you thought you would, you're on vacation. It's cool. My thought would be you're on vacation, live your life, have fun. Yeah. But that's kind of, again, it's all contextual. It depends what you want. So it doesn't really matter what I'm, you know, my personal opinion. Um, so what would you, I guess I, you kind of said your strategy already of what would be your strategy to, to maintain your fitness goals would be to understand that regardless of variables, you can still find a way you still found a gym. Yeah. I think it all, yeah, it definitely depends on how, um, how important your training is to you. Um, I think when you're on vacation, there's no good or bad. There's just ideal and less ideal. So you're not a bad person if you skip training for 10 days. Um, but it's not ideal. So, you know, like what's better than not training for 10 days is, um, training at a crappy gym with equipment you're not used to and not hitting the weights you usually do and feeling generally maybe crappy while you do it. Yeah. Okay. That's not that fun, whatever, but at least you didn't not train. Yeah. You know what I mean? So doing something. Um, like I even, I have, I have clients all the time who travel and they will, they regularly train with me and they use relatively heavy weights with the barbell, a lot of dumbbell stuff and they go away and I give them some like hotel workouts they can do in their hotel room or at the hotel gym there. Both are not ideal, but they can, it's just for a week or less. Yeah. And it's like, they can get a few sessions in mentally. It does them really, really well. Right. They feel like they're still on track, which they are, they're staying consistent. So it keeps them on the, gives them that, that psychological momentum still, um, keeps them in the habits, that routine, that consistency. Um, and they're still able to, they're still moving. They're still able to get their training in. Right. So that's, I think that's the important thing. Yeah. Um, everybody, it's going to depend on how important it is for them to get in their training. Like for me, I'm going to try, Harder than most people. Like I had to walk 45 minutes a day to go to my gym. Yeah. So like I had no problem with that, but some people might, especially at the end of the day at 745. When you probably walked all day. Yeah. And, and this like, isn't on flat ground. This is in Barcelona. So it's like up, <laughs> up and, and down hills. Yeah. yeah. So this is a relatively hard question to answer, I guess, but I appreciate those because I'm trying to give, can we give people some advice, some suggestions to continue on so i think to start evaluate how important it is to you to hit your fitness yeah that's probably good how can you so what are your options walk 20 minutes is it walk two minutes easy yeah what are you willing to do what are you is there a hotel gym can't or is there nothing and you have to do push-ups and a towel like get your wife or girlfriend or significant other whatever to hold on to a towel and you row them to get some back volume in or do you deadlift them like yeah so that's kind of evaluate your options. And then, so I started with evaluate how important it is to you. So if it's not important, then 
It's okay. Don't have to train. It's a week. Yeah. Depending on how. So long I think. So I think number one would be: What are you willing to do? What are you willing to? What do? are you willing to do? Yeah. What are After your that, actual options? That's what, your, that's what it is. What are you able options? to do? Yeah. What right. are you able what to are you do? Able so to what do? are your what are your current resources? Is yeah. there a gym you can train at? Is there a gym that's more similar to the stuff that you like to train with? Is there that's closer, or you're going to be able to actually? It's actually feasible for you to, uh, uh, to attend that gym or. Is like, for instance, I was walking a ton. Yeah. Maybe for some people, they're not even going to be able to lift any weights. It's just going to be getting steps in. So they're going to be moving a ton. Yeah. So maybe that's fine. Maybe the goal is to maintain their body weight while they're gone. I was just about right? to segue right into because it okay. it's hard to finish that. Like, that's pretty much our answers. There's not really answers. It's just, here's your suggestions. Yeah. But that leads me right into, let's talk about the nutrition side. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about body composition way. First of all, in a week, let's say you're gone for even 10 days. Uh, how much muscle mass do you think you could lose in 10 days? Muscle mass? Yeah. Not very much. So that kind of doesn't matter. So let's say you're a bodybuilder. It's yeah. 10 days. You'll yeah. be okay. Yeah. Hit your protein. Yeah. To If you can. Uh, we're going to get into that. This this is the nutrition. I'm gonna, I want to ask you sure. questions about nutrition aspect. Okay. How can you accomplish things that you want to do? But because I want to know what you did if you thought about it. If yeah, you kind of right. thought about it. But sure. Your body composition. If you're trying to lose weight. No problem. You're gonna probably gonna walk a ton if you're on vacation. Well, unless, it depends on vacation. It depends right? where you like, are. Yeah, like if a lot. Like Cuba, if people are doing resort stuff. That's. Gonna I don't be know it. how much you move at a resort. Yeah. Right. Like. Let's, I've, ne- I've never been to a resort, so I have no idea. But. Well, let's we'll take the two extreme examples. So f- I think from your example, to maintain your body composition, you nailed it. You clearly had like the the options available. But let's say you're. In yeah, Cuba. I think I maintained my weight exactly. That's pretty amazing. I don't think I went up or down a pound. Yes. Yeah. Maybe down a pound. I didn't which weigh is myself like, right when I got home, but I weighed myself this morning. Which is what you'd try to hit if you were here anyway, right? A pound a week at least? Down? Yeah, I'm trying to maintain right now. Okay. I'm not, yeah. 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 But if you, let's say you're trying to lose weight. Like, ideally, yeah. you'd probably want to lose between a pound or a pound and a half a week. I, I drank, um, I didn't drink excessively any day, but I drank frequently. I, uh, over the 10 days, I maybe didn't drink two or three of the days. Yeah. I feel like you had a beer with like every, yeah, I almost, dinner. yeah, I almost had a beer with yeah. every, every meal, every yeah. lunch and dinner. Yeah. yeah. Um, so here's the question. Let's, let's have, let's have the two extremes. Let's say you're in Cuba mm-hmm. and you're just kind of drinking all day. It kind of, let's start with the, like, think about what we just talked about with the fitness thing. So how, to stay, so how to stay on track with your diet. Yes. Yeah. Is it important to you? First of all, mm-hmm. if it's not. Go yeah, what ahead. are you willing to do? You're probably not going to gain 50 pounds. You, sorry, you definitely aren't going to gain 50 pounds in a week. Mm-hmm. Are you okay with like a pound or two of gain of of you know weight gain? Sure. Of like I'm sure, like I mean from like a probably a fat gain. If you just ate and drank whatever you want, you probably retain some fluids and yeah, you're going to gain a bunch the number of weight, on the scale yeah, would be. You're going to yeah. lose all that in seven days when you come home anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think again, evaluate your goals. Is it more important you have fun than have fun? Of course, don't feel bad. It's all yeah. good. So, what are you willing to do? Because what are you willing to do? because yeah, a lot of people are going on vacation and they enjoy getting hammered. Of course, and I think that's pretty common. Yeah, I'm not. That's that's fine. Like some yeah. people, that's that's what gets them going. That's yeah. what in, they enjoy. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to get drunk every night. Yeah, or most nights. Um, yeah. I like to drink frequently, but I don't Same. really want to drink excessively any yeah. of the nights. Um, but some people they do. So if you are, and that's something that you aren't willing to give up, um, then that's fine. And that's, that means for you, that's how you're going to enjoy your vacation. So you shouldn't sacrifice that. That's something that you are, if that's your thing that you're, you're looking forward to at your vacation, then great. Then 
that but that means that you may have to sacrifice elsewhere like if you're going to be drinking you know more than four or five drinks a night yeah. on you know more than one night then you're probably going to have to sacrifice one or more sessions of training of valuable training time yeah definitely. right so yeah. and that's not a bad thing it's just something you have to be aware of like yeah. you can't do you can't necessarily do both with this you're yeah. going to have to like that's where it's like what are you willing to do yeah you know so that's yeah, sorry, what are, you, what are you going to go into next? Like, what are you able to do? Yeah, oh, yeah, kind of following along. Yeah, uh, what are you? What's actual available? Like, what is available to you? So, yeah. let's say you're trying to maintain this like pretty shredded physique. Like, obviously, yeah. probably not going to drink a ton because there's relatively high calories in alcohol uh-huh. and not new. It's not very nutritional. Um, and is there just like lean protein everywhere? Is the buffet just like chicken, really lean pork, like, yeah. and then a bunch of fruits and vegetables, or is it you know? Uh, high fat meats and you know because it's the cheaper cuts of meat for yeah. the most part well and that's like and the results would probably do that that's where having a good even just a basic understanding of nutrition when you go in is a good idea yeah. because I'm not I don't count calories when I'm at home I'm not counting calories when I'm on vacation so and that's not good or bad I'm not I'm not pro or anti either of that yeah. um, I just that's just the way I do things I just don't yeah. um and yeah, so on vacation, just having a decent understanding of a decent understanding. I think I have a pretty good understanding of yeah. of uh, nutrition in general and um, what I'm looking for in each of my meals. So what I'm looking for in a day, in a week, in a meal, I'm loosely aware of that constantly. Yeah. So. When I, what's an example? An example would be at breakfast. Um, if we didn't go, sometimes we would just wake up late. A lot of times we woke up late and just went for lunch after a few hours. Yeah. So I kind of did an intermittent fast, if you want to call it that, whatever. Yeah. If you're trying to lose weight, good suggestion. I don't know. I'm just not, well, I wasn't intentionally doing that necessarily. Yeah. I just wasn't eating first thing in the morning. Like, but sometimes we had breakfast and we would cook at home, had breakfast. And my girlfriend made breakfast sausages scrambled eggs with uh cut up diced peppers diced bell peppers and avocado yeah an avocado so i didn't have any avocado i didn't have any of the sausages i had the odd like couple bites of a sausage and something that was it um and then just stuck with the eggs and bell peppers i had toast the one day and then four gone four went the toast the rest of the time so i just had scrambled eggs for breakfast Yep. And coffee. Um, so that was a great way. The avocado and sausages carry a ton of fat, so they're pretty high calorie. So I, was, yeah. I don't. So you had a high, high protein, low ish calorie meal. Basically. Yeah, well, I mean, it was scrambled eggs, so it was like already still moderate fat. Yeah. So it wasn't low fat anyway. There's five grams yeah. of fat in every egg. So yeah. I'm exactly. sure you weren't eating yeah. one egg. Yeah, yeah, no, it was yeah. many eggs. So, um, so that was a great way to keep my calories somewhat controlled going into the rest of the day. Yeah. So then at lunch, I'm looking at. Um, I'm looking at the food. You generally, I was looking for like, it was nice because my girlfriend was on the same page with generally wanting like a meat and rice dish loosely yeah. for a lot of the things. We had a lot of like seafood dishes and stuff because that's popular there, but or not a ton, but just every now and then we try a seafood dish. But besides that, we just ate whatever. But we would intentionally look for rice and meat dish. So it'd be like some type of veggies, rice. Um, 
some various sauces depending on the the ethnicity that it was cooking for us sure. and then the um and then uh, some type of protein uh which would and it would usually be chicken um if i had the choice i would choose chicken over beef just a lower fat content there yeah. um and then i would control my sauce intake um but i wouldn't skimp on any of the rice um i would eat tons of rice yeah um yeah i wasn't like controlling super hard on my calories because i was moving a ton so i knew i could but i was aware not to go over over overboard so i was i was watching like a lot and of my a lot of my fat calories you essentially had zero carbs for breakfast at this point yeah so, but i but that doesn't matter i don't care about the macro yeah. break i don't care about like where my macros are really yeah like i had zero then i had i don't care about that but what just, i'm looking for if, is just total, i'm really what i'm looking for for each of the total days at the end of the day I wanted high protein, moderate to high protein, and I wanted my calories controlled. Yeah. That's it. My fat and my carb, I didn't care. Yeah. I don't care what they are. Now, now uh, zoom in, and on each meal, my strategy is to uh, somewhat watch the fat a bit, not go over overboard with the fat, uh, depending on which carb it was, things that I can digest well and are – you know, I'm tolerant to, I would have lots of it, rice being a good example, um, then I would have tons of that. Um, so that's how I would kind of set up my, my meals, but they didn't always fall like that, of course. Um, but by the end of the day, it would equal, you know, moderate and maybe slightly higher than moderate fat intake at the end of the day, moderate to high carbohydrate and moderate to high protein at the end of the day with my calories um, based on my body weight when I came home, my calories falling into a range that allowed me to maintain my body weight. Yeah. So, awesome. so it's exactly what I was yeah. looking to do. So I wanted to break down your quick suggestions because I feel okay. like most people are probably going to have those questions, okay. I imagine. Because uh -huh. uh, trying to answer the question, how do I maintain my weight during vacation? Yeah. Obviously, you're most – again, depending on the vacation, mm -hmm. you're probably going to do a lot more steps, which is cool. So now you're burning more calories. Yeah. So it's going to be easier to maintain – your body weight from there because now you're burning more calories. Mm -hmm. Your your basic metabolic rate is going up. Try to find lower fat meals. You know, if you go to a restaurant and you get like this really saucy, uh, you know, sausage pasta, that's probably a lot of calories, right? Sausage is really high in fat. The sauce is probably really high in fat, depending again on the ethnicity. And then, pretty and probably a pretty good amount of carbs. So that meal is probably a significant amount of calories. And let's say you add a beer to it, you know, somewhere between 150 and 250 calories, pretty significant meal. So look at stuff like, I think the, this is kind of the basis for, I give this to people. I would say this suggest this to people anyways. Um, try to, uh, prioritize protein. Right? So try to find a meal that like is pretty high in protein like Tim did with the eggs in the morning, relatively high protein, kind of low calorie. Um, and then you know, obviously drink a bunch of water if it keeps you fuller. Tim sort of adopted that intermittent fasting type thing where if you're really not hungry in the morning, just don't have breakfast. It's fine. Just go and enjoy your day and then have a uh, maybe an early lunch or just have lunch at the normal time. So now you're having, let's say you have lunch and dinner. You have two meals instead of three. You have a lot more calories to spare for two meals than you would if you had a, a 700 calorie breakfast or whatever mm -hmm. the case was. Try to, 
you know, try to limit your alcohol intake. Again, if you're trying to lose weight, you just have to have a little bit less. So uh, most places around the world are pretty good with portion control. I feel like Canada and the States, we have really high portions. I don't really, know. People say that. I don't buy that at all. Yeah. No. Actually, looking at your foods that you I got there, they yeah. were like Did you really see my plates? Generous. They were huge. Amazing. They were massive. But then, so here's the next. You would never get a plate like that here. No. no, the shawarma nowhere. stuff. I was like, you would get yeah. the shawarma stuff here. Yeah, from a legitimate like Lebanese family though. Like yeah. if it's a white family that owns that shawarma place, they're, they're making giving, money they're, on it. Yeah, they're giving bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> rice and sauce. Yeah, and fatty chicken, yeah. like the chicken thighs, because it's the cheapest and fattiest. Yeah. Um, but also, Tim made mention to limit your sauce intake, like control it rather. So get it on the side. So these are strategies if you go to eat. Look at something. You're trying to control the calories, probably try to find a lean meat, uh, you know, having, substituting your fries for a salad and put the dressing on the side because most of the calories from a salad come from the dressing, put the ca- dressing on the side, just do it to taste, you know, maybe not the whole, the whole jar that they give the whole little cup that they give you. So just very simple strategies that I employ here myself anyways, and I'm sure you, you clearly did over there. Yeah. So that's kind of the best thing. And then. Again, the start would be identify what you're trying to do. Is it feasible? Do you want to? Like, is it going to make the trip crappy because you're thinking too hard about it? Don't do that. You're on vacation. You yeah, you, enjoy, yeah. Like right? that's and that's the thing. That kind of goes without saying. You want to do this? Yeah. No, but I think that is worth saying because it's like you want to you want to do whatever's within your realm of capab like capacity. You yeah. know, like that's why it's important to have a basic understanding of some of this stuff, just so it's easy for you. Like this isn't. This isn't hard for me. Yeah. And that's just because I understand this. I've been doing it long enough that it... You have uh, a goal and it's easy. Yeah, it's just... It's yeah. easy for it's me. Easy so, for you, yeah. so I'm going to go into a restaurant and break all this stuff down and be like, okay, I need protein. And they're trying to figure... Like, that might cause a stress to them that isn't worth the stress. Like, yeah. it's not fun for them. And they're there for vacation. They're there to relax. And if that doesn't relax you, then... Yeah. Maybe it's not worth it, right? For For me, it's like I can look at a menu pretty quickly and be like... This is going to be my best choice here, and I'm gonna. This is going to taste good, feel good. I'm going to enjoy it, and it also fits into my goals for the day. Yeah, somewhere near my goals. Yeah, I can do that fairly quickly. Yeah, and I'm super confident with it. It doesn't add any stress at all. Yeah. So ideally, I'd like to get more people yeah. to that place. I think. Yeah. So what you're saying, it's, it's you can do it's that con- at home and on vacation. It's contextual on the person because some people will don't know what you know and don't know what I know and, yeah. and that's why it was that's why I was just asking you about the suggestions that you would you would give people yeah um, also try to well I mean this is the again most of these things we're gonna say are gonna be the same for here it's not like it's different losing weight when you're not at home it's pretty much the same you try to move a little bit more eat a little bit less adopt a few of these strategies again no it is the same you just have a different environment so that's what it, yeah yeah that's what I meant to say exact same Did I mess it up? yeah yeah no I just yeah you Taught. Just it's been a long day yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so, uh, obviously drink a ton of water. It'll help you keep full. Be hungry. Be hungry in between meals. Try not yeah, to Yeah, I find that's a good strategy. Keeping meals spaced out. Yeah. So when I had lunch at 1 PM or whatever it is, uh, I wasn't looking for food for another five hours. Yeah. At least. Yeah. And then I was starving for dinner. That's right. Um, and yeah, I think that's, that's a, a good way to go. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, and it's also worth saying, like, for me, the, for me, 
For me... Have you ever built birdie that? Yeah. <laughs> personally, for me... We're very self-centered in this podcast. Um, personally, I feel... In my humble opinion... Me, um, yeah, the... Uh, yeah, so I wasn't willing... So it goes back to like what you're willing to do. I wanted to have a drink with nearly every meal. Sure. Or two. Depending yeah. on which day it was and what I was... Just depending on a bunch of things. So I wanted one or multiple drinks with a meal, um, and I knew that going in. Yeah. So it wasn't something – that's the important thing too is going in with like a general plan or awareness of what you're doing yeah. because I knew what I was trying to do when I woke up that day yeah. in general with my nutrition. It was so like, you okay, I'm going to have a few beers. Yeah. You I'm going to have one to four places. beers. What's that? You sacrifice from other places. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. that's where I really tried to watch. I just shouldn't even say I really tried to watch. Like I watch it way more here because I move less in general. But when I was moving there a lot more, um, I was a little bit less relaxed. Um, and just being on vacation with the foods and stuff, obviously, just that being into play there. But the yeah, watching my fats a little bit more, if I could sacrifice – like. If I'm having a meal that comes with garlic toast, butter on the side, like I just wouldn't eat that. I don't need that part of the meal. I'd yeah. rather have a beer after. Yeah, for sure. So I just forewent that and had the main course. The uh, touching on that, so that kind of touches on what I was willing to do. I wasn't willing to give up the alcohol. Yeah. Um, so that means something else has to get sacrificed, which was very easy for me to sacrifice other yeah. generally. Generally, the higher fat foods and ingredients, I, I, that's what I was kind of um, cutting out, or at least limiting, you know. Um, and then, um, oh, I forget what I was going to say about that. The, yeah, I don't know, something about the, anyways. But yeah, like, what do you, if you have to kind of figure out going into the day what, what again, what you're willing to do and then use those strategies. Um, for me, I spaced out my meals. I watched my fat content, kept my protein high. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Going to restaurants. I'm on vacation. I'm getting appetizers with everything, (laughs) you know? So I'm getting a drink. I'm getting an appetizer already there. I'm setting myself up for a high calorie meal. Of course. Um, I looked for appetizers in general that were higher protein. Just, sure. And I do that when I'm at home anyway, if I have an appetizer, depending yeah. on the occasion. But on vacation, every appetizer I was looking for was tuna tartare, uh, fish-based like Anything stuff. seafood is probably going to be pretty high in protein. Yeah, yeah. Shrimp or a steak ball. thing or shrimp. Nice. Or um, we had a lobster thing that was super good for an appetizer. Um, and then, which is great because I'm not counting on my entree being terribly high protein. You know, a lot of them were. But I'm not counting on it. I'm not just going to assume it is because yeah. at the restaurants generally well, aren't going to be a ton. So if I can get an appetizer that isn't just carb based, carbon fat based, actually yeah. is going to be, you know, 15 to 40 grams of protein. Great. And I, was, then I can double that in the entree. Sweet. I was thinking about we we just went out for lunch. You got double chicken. There was maybe three quarters of a uh, eight ounce chicken breast. Like. Realistically, I don't think there was much chicken. When I looked at no, it was probably chicken mine, breast though. That's probably eight ounces, yeah. right? Yeah, I guess. But you had to ask for yeah. double chicken, so I had. That's what I mean. I knew right. Yeah. Away, I knew that's right what, away. So it's like I mean. single chicken on there. I was like, they're not going to put anything on. Here's the yeah. thing: they're not going to put very much. If yeah. they do, great. I'll take double that. 
Absolutely. So, like, I'm not yeah. losing. I mean, I just have to pay for it. But that's right. when I go out to eat, that's just part yeah. of what I'm budgeting for. Yeah. Is I that's more important to me is that I I get enough protein there. So the overarching theme I wanted to highlight, I think this is the perfect kind of end to this, is that you still enjoyed, like, from all the pictures that I saw, you were eating all the time. The meals were amazing. It looked incredible, and there was always a beer next to it, and bring you all back to saying you said you maybe you lost a pound maybe so like that's maybe what i weighed it today so i maintained yeah. that weight yeah so you maintain your weight yeah tim enjoyed the sh- the shit out of himself watch your language sir. It's, I'm sunday. Sorry. it's sunday i was gonna say the heck <laughs> the heck out of himself uh tim enjoyed himself uh like clearly all the meals that i saw like i loved all the shawarma that you're like I, we pretty much it's like day five out of seven that we ate at the shawarma place there's like garlic sauce all over it and it's chicken and rice it looked so good no super jealous you clearly enjoyed yourself and you could so i just want to reiterate that you can enjoy yourself on vacation drink tim had a drink like lunch and dinner most days apparently and he still maintained his body weight so if you're trying to uh, lose weight or maintain it's simple adopt a few little strategies but still enjoy yourself if you're trying to gain weight, it's no problem on vacation. You, yeah. Gaining weight is always easy. So for those of you like, what about people gaining weight? Well, not Eat. always easy, but yeah. Sorry. For a lot of people, yeah. it's going to be easy. Yeah. yeah. Um, pr- probably pretty easy. Just go for the high-fat stuff. Uh-huh. Have juices. Because that's, you know. Sit more. Sit more. Snack a bunch. So simple yeah, stuff. The, that's pretty simple. Another, another thing to add, too, would be another strategy with the movement is if you have a Fitbit or your iPhone, tracking the steps I find super useful. Um, One of the main arguments against tracking your steps is like... Stress you out not hitting a goal? Oh, maybe, yeah. But I mean, that... I I feel like that's a poor argument. Because, like, why are you getting stressed out about that? But I don't know. I I, I, I I understand if someone does, but I just feel like that's... I feel like most people that... Most of the arguments anyway that I hear is like the... um, uh, well, like, I'll acknowledge what you said, where you're just saying, like, the if if someone does get stressed out about not hitting their goal, then you just need to reassess your goal. Yeah. Like, just change your goal. Yeah. Like, it shouldn't, you know what I mean? Like, it should be motivating you to hit some achievable number, not yeah. something that you're stressing out about not hitting. But anyway, so what I, what I hear usually in argument against tracking steps is it's not at sufficient intensity to derive health benefits from. Which, if you don't understand... Significant health benefits or just health benefits in general? I guess it's uh, contextual. I think, I well, just... I mean, I mean, I don't know what people are arguing. Just health benefits in general, let's okay, say, yeah. sure. But, the, but uh, so how people would say that usually is they would be like, well, I can walk, I can walk super slow uh, okay, and get yeah. my steps in. It's like, yeah, you can. Not and this has, but, the, but this is the thing that... People are just using common sense without actually understanding. Like, common sense is great, but if you don't actually understand that stuff, then it's no good because that's actually been studied. Right. Um, one recently, um, if I can remember it, where they're essentially, uh, uh, it was an elderly woman, and they were uh, studying step reduction on cardiovascular health, I believe, risk of cardiovascular disease and heart disease. Okay. So I think, pretty sure that's what, what they were, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. And they essentially, they essentially found that 
uh, the groups with higher steps and higher intensity of those steps had higher had lowered risk significantly lower risk of cardiovascular disease yeah That's when surprising however that and that would confirm a lot of people's biases i think but when they um when they controlled for the uh the intensity aspect um and took that out of it it was all about volume so even the people who had uh, regardless of intensity, when they had um, more, um, I'm trying to remember this now. I just read it a couple weeks ago. Where essentially what it came down to is when they the the, the groups that had more steps, it didn't matter how intense the steps were. It just right. mattered that they got more in. Okay. So it doesn't matter that you're going slower or your steps aren't getting your heart rate up, whatever that is. Right. You know, I think it confirms the bias, this common bias with a lot of people where it's like kind of the more pain more gain kind of camp where it's like i need to sweat I, otherwise i didn't have a good workout i need to get my heart rate up otherwise i didn't have a good workout it's like there it, there things need to be stressful and they need to be hard sure but when we're just tracking steps just move it doesn't mm-hmm. you don't have to be walking fast to yeah. get the health benefits um then yeah. that's just that was just the one study which i yeah. referenced very roughly yeah. <laughs> but the uh there's been others on that as well but uh, essentially, what it comes down to is just just move more. And so, coming back from that tangent, tracking steps can be super useful while you're on vacation. Um, I had, uh, I think I, like I had a, I had someone, the guy who helped us with this podcast getting started. Actually, uh, shout out to our favorite gay, Travis Hay. Travis Hay, happy <laughs> Pride Month. Hope he's having a fun day today. <laughs> yeah, he's getting a lot of steps in right now. Yeah. So nicest dude ever, TravisHay.ca. I think I remember that's his website. Is it really? Yeah, because I plugged him a couple of times to people Free that plug. asked. Shameless plug. Yeah, shameless plug. He's helped. He's going to help other people that I know with their podcasts because he's a genius. Yeah, yeah, he made it really great for us. But anyways, he was, he still does it. But him and I kind of send our stay accountable with each other. We'll send a DM at the end of the day with a screenshot of our steps. And on vacation, I was actually able to either keep up with him or actually beat him nice. a few nice. times, which is great because he smokes me every time I'm at home. Uh, he walks a ton, so. But I had a goal while I was out there to get somewhere around 15K a day, so which is great. And having that in my head, you know, if I hit 13K, I don't care. I'm not a bad person. Yeah. I didn't stress about it. If you stress about that, then you got to work on that for, you know, yeah. however, whatever. But it didn't bother me. But what it did do is I was like, oh, I'm at the end of – I'm coming near to the end of the day. We're walking home. I'm at 11,000 steps. I'm going to skip the escalator. Like they have escalators everywhere. Yeah. Right. So I just took the steps for most things. I would just take the steps. I'd already been walking all day, but I needed more. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, that added up after 10 days because I took the steps way more than the escalator. I took the escalator a bunch of times, <laughs> but I, I chose to take the steps a bunch of times. And that that's that's all that's meant to do. Yeah. Right. Is just get you into a routine of choosing the movement. Yeah. Like it's funny because before I started tracking steps, I would have taken the movement that conserved energy a lot more. I know I did that. Oh, yeah. Now I look at it differently. Yeah, I wouldn't take the steps. Now I look at it like, why is everyone taking the escalator? You guys could get steps. Or they I've, don't always, I've always thought of it like that. You know what like, I mean? Why would you take the escalator? It's like, take the steps. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, and I, I think that that's had a positive effect on my on my lifestyle as far as just moving more and trying to, trying to walk more. 
And so, you know, the, 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 um, yeah, and on vacation, that can certainly be useful. So two things about that. The one, bringing you back to when I was saying it can be, some people find it very stressful to try to calculate something or like look at their steps. They find it stressful. It's like, oh, I need to hit a certain amount. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to use it as a reference rather, right? Let's say, yeah, you want to hit 10K and you're at like nine. You're like, oh, cool. Let's walk to dinner instead of getting an Uber. There's little things like that. Or like, it's a reference to, to, I think people will underestimate sorry, overestimate how many steps that they do in a day. So I think it's a good reference to, and it kind of goes with uh, counting calories. If you want to do it and it really stresses you out, you just do it for like a week or two if your diet's relatively the same usually. And you can see how much, what you're eating in a day, your macronutrient breakdown, see if you're getting enough protein, getting some fiber, uh, calc- you know, controlling your, your calories and see how many calories you're actually eating if you have a goal. Um, same thing with the steps, use that as a reference to go, Ooh, I'm really not like walking that much. should probably walk a little bit more. So mm-hmm. I think just going with the people that, that find it stressful to hit a certain point. I'm like, don't find it. Shouldn't don't stress too much. If you're a very serious person, you need that 10 K do it. You open up your thing. You're like, Oh, I did 7,500 steps today. Got to run. And then you just go outside and do it. And you're really happy about it. Cool. Keep crushing it. Yeah. Do 5,000 more. Here's the, uh, for anyone interested, here's the, the, um, the study that I was talking about. Um, it was in JAMA in this past May, uh, last month. And so uh, it was called Association of Step Volume and Intensity with All-Cause Mortality in Older Women. So, the, okay, so they, it was all-cause mortality. So, it, and so this is what it said. Speak slower. Uh, speak slower on the mic. Tell conclusion. People. For measures of stepping intensity, higher intensities were associated with significantly lower mortality rates. However, after, so that already right there, right? Higher intensities were associated with significantly lower mortality rates. A lot of people would agree with that. Yeah. No, not knowing any other information, right? Um, just being like, okay, if I move and it's harder, that would give me more benefits. Yeah. And that makes sense logically, but that doesn't always, logic doesn't always work. However, after adjusting for steps per day, so total volume, all associations were attenuated and most were no longer significant. More steps per day accrued were associated with steady declines in mortality rates up to approximately 7,500 steps per day, beyond which rates leveled. Number of steps rather than stepping intensity was the step metric consistently related to lower mortality rates. These findings may serve as encouragement to the many sedentary individuals for whom 10,000 steps per day pose an unattainable goal. So what's the layman's spark note to that? The, the layman spark notes is move more. It doesn't matter how hard the steps are. Nice. So hiking's great, uh, with gradient. Um, but you don't, you don't need gradient. You can just walk down the sidewalk, nice. just get the steps in. And that, what was the, there um, was, was there a step recommendation recommendation? Not really. Yeah. Other than just that the 10,000 steps per day rule is super arbitrary. And, um, as are most absolutes. In, yeah. And in this study, uh, um, steady declines in mo- mortality rates um were seen in up to 7500 steps but after that the rates leveled so shooting for somewhere around 7500 steps would be super uh impressive for a lot of people yeah um if you're previously sedentary then probably aim for half that to start and then work your way up but trying to shoot for 10,000 steps isn't isn't 
that's not imperative yeah. at all. This is a perfect segue into the last thing I want to I love preface. segues. It's a perfect segue. I always want to be more. Dude, if you don't want to do steps, just go on a segue. You just ride around with those little bad boys. <laughs> but the last thing I want to reference, and this kind of, again ties in perfectly, you brought me right to it, is injuring yourself on vacation. Short of like an actual, like, you fell or, you know, an actual injury. Someone hit you with, with a car, you've got a car accident. Like, yeah. Just getting hurt. Right. Your knees hurt, like, your back like hurts. Something my, hurts. My Achilles is sore from yeah. walking. Far my feet days, hurt, yeah. my knees hurt, my yeah. hips hurt, my back hurts, or whatever. Right. Kind of pick your, take your pick. So <laughs> I'll start with what Tim was just referencing. If you're previously sedentary, start with half, right? So I get a lot of people come in and they just get, went on vacation and they're hurting now somewhere. So I ask questions of, okay, how did that happen? Which realistically doesn't matter. I'm only asking them because maybe next time I can, I can give them advice on to how for that to not happen. Also, uh, you're also getting a look into what they think, how happened. they think about. So stuff. it's good yeah. to know yeah, exactly. why. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. useful information for you to know yeah. why they think it happened to them. That's right. That's useful for you. Yeah. So I usually think yeah. looking forward from a, like a physicality standpoint, my goals for them is yeah. always looking forward. Yeah. But obviously looking back and going, how do they think about what happened? What do yeah. they think is going on? Yeah. So for reference, I just had a patient come in and they went to somewhere in Europe and they were doing crazy amount of steps, of course. And they had a villa that was on basically the top of the hill with like, it was hundreds of steps to get there. So this person has had hip pain for like, like it was, it was a little bit bad before she left and now it's, you know, she came in to see me and it was way worse. And she's like, it's like, and she was afraid it was going to last forever. Quick little side note, told her it wasn't what she thought it it was. And she started crying in a good way. She was overjoyed. That's awesome. I I think I referenced it in in episode seven, but. It felt good to tell her, no, you're going to be okay. It's fine. Yeah. It's going to be temporary. Mm-hmm. And here's my goals and let's do this. Very cool. optimistic, of course. Yeah. But here's the number one thing. You're probably doing way more step. Something has changed from your daily routine. Something in that environment. Something in the different. environment. Yeah. And Tim and I have said a thousand times. I'm going to say a thousand times more. If you, if you do something your body's not used to, you open yourself up to potential pain. It's pretty simple. And that's, that's not very necessarily bad. And yeah. It's not it bad. Just it just is. It just is. is. Yeah. 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 And that's very simply yeah. put. I'm yeah. not, you know, not breaking any yeah. new ground. I start running tomorrow, which as a, maybe I'm a sedentary individual and starting running routine is a healthy benefit or yeah. a healthy lifestyle change. Yeah. There's a risk that comes with that. That's right. However, we're not going to recommend against it. That's a risk yeah. worth taking because the risk of being sedentary otherwise is much worse. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. So, so exactly what you're just saying, like that could sound bad where it's like, if you start anything, there's going to be a risk of having pain. No, sorry. It's, it's like, no, no, not that you, it's it's just, that yeah, could yeah, yeah. sound like that. It's like, but that's just fact of the matter. And sure. that's fine. That's just life. Yeah. That's a, perfectly okay. Yeah. Everyone. And that's kind of number two is I'm like, it's perfectly okay to be sore from something you're not used to. Yeah. Did you have fun doing it? Awesome. Right. It, mm-hmm. And you can't control for it. Good luck. Be in a bubble for the rest of your life. That's not a fun life. So don't do that either. So. Here's like, I, I guess, rather than giving a bunch of examples, that's a pretty good starting example. Uh, so what changed? She, you know, she was saying she slept differently, different bed, right? She was Maybe she wasn't sleeping as much, 
didn't have her, her like body support pillows. Um, and she did a lot more steps and she did, she literally did steps like stairs. Yeah. So there was a lot more of that. Here's my recommendations. Try to make your routine and try to make everything that you do physically, try to make it as similar to your daily life as possible. If you sleep with a pillow in between your legs, make it happen. Sleep with a pillow in between your legs at your villa or your hotel or something. So try to make it as simple as possible. If you can find, like if the couch is comfier than the bed for you, try that out. And different things like that because a lot of people wake up with a little bit of back pain or neck pain. Uh, let's control for the plane. This one's harder, but get up on the plane, walk around for a bit. Don't stay in one static position. If your body's not used to that one static position, buy a neck pillow, bring a couple sweaters on so you can actually use it as a pillow under the plane. So there's little strategies that everyone can adopt because I'm just making reference to common things that I see when people, you know, quote unquote hurt themselves. Uh, it's neck tweak, back tweak and that sort of thing. You can control those very simply, right? The things you can't control as much is the number of steps that you do and where your hotel is. Like maybe there's no, like you were saying at your Airbnb, there's no elevator. It's five staircases or it's five uh, stories. Yeah. Five stories. Right? Ten was, staircases. Yeah. So 10 staircases. That's more, maybe that's more than you do. Cause me and Christine were now. whining every time. We're both just like, it's the end of the day. All you want to yeah. do is get to your, uh, uh, apartment and you're just like, oh, you were just so saying, use the stairs instead of the escalator. And now you're complaining about stairs while wow, you're bipolar. I don't think that's what that means. <laughs> Maybe that was an over dramatic, but yeah. Thing. Yeah. So, but yeah. and carrying on, this isn't, this is, this is like the simplest advice. And most people are probably going to know exactly what I'm going to say. I'm going to get close to the mic for this one. That's obnoxious, sir. I hope this isn't too loud. If you don't, walk a lot at home then you go on vacation you walk 50 kilometers a day why'd you do that to yourself walk more before your trip progressively overload yourself make your tissues more adapted to that stimulus aka walking for a certain period of time and do that it's not couldn't be simpler yeah it's not unsimilar to you know an analogy a lot of people would understand is uh, are you going to start training for a marathon? You're not going to run 10K tomorrow. No. You're going to run 3K tomorrow or 2K. Yeah. That's what you're going to do. Sure. Oh, that's you a have very to work, smart way. You have to, to work it. your way up to it. Yeah. Now, if you run 10K tomorrow, you might have some issues. You might feel some pain or discomfort, sure. some irritation in some of the tissues uh, for the next few days, weeks, whatever. Afterwards, yeah. it's... Again, probably not going to be a big deal, but it's something that could happen and something that you risk when you do that. So yeah. that's why it's not an ideal way to train. But yeah. with vacation, and you're just moving more indifferently. You may have that happen. Sure. You know, so I think it's similar to that. Recognizing that it could happen. Yeah. But again, this is very like, I've just, if I can give anyone a piece of advice, of course, try to emulate what you're about to go do. Try to work yourself up to that. It's, it's pretty simple, right? So. If you're going to do like Tim average, let's say you had average 17,000 steps. Uh, let's say your normal is, yeah, Tim's going to bring average. it up. Let's say his average when he's at home is seven and then he averages yeah, 17. Actually. He had 10,000 more. Now his like tissues are subjected to 10,000 more steps, right? He's not damaging his tissues. He's fine. It just, yeah, he could subject himself to being sore. 
this is the problem with vacation as well. Uh, sorry, when you do more steps on vacation and you have these perceived pain, maybe the next day you can't do that many steps, but there's something you want to do and you can't do it because you're in pain. You're kind of miserable. And then you go down this rabbit hole of like, shouldn't just came on vacation. I hurt myself. Like now I can't do anything I'm going to enjoy. I wasted all the money. Should I just stay at home? <laughs> so s- save yourself from doing that. And please progressively overload yourself. Work your way up to what you're about to go do on vacation and do it slowly and start three months ahead of time because it's going to take a long time. Sorry for you people hoping that I was going to say start a week ahead. It's probably not the smartest idea. Give yourself a couple of months. So start walking a little bit more and then take the stairs at work if you have stairs instead of an elevator. And if your you know, hotel or villa or Airbnb is up a bunch of flights of stairs like Tim's or you know, my patient's example. So there's little things like that you can stop. That being said, again, injuries might just happen. So it kind of sucks. And Sometimes probably, you can't control. And it's probably not going to be a big deal. And it's probably not going to be a big deal. right? Um, spoiler alert, this patient got... I saw her twice and she's like, I've, I'm in less pain than I've been in the past two years. And I'm not trying to boast. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, All I had to happened. say was, she's okay. I told her why she was probably feeling this, this pain and... Mm-hmm. and than saying she was going to be okay. And what and did she previously think when she came in? She previously thought she had sciatica. And she it was, was like, going to last forever. That's insane. And she was damaged. She thought it was going to last forever. And yeah. then how fast did it get better? It, it twice within like five days. So five days. Yeah. Literally five days. Yeah. Start to finish. I've done that. Yeah. I think most people have done that. It's pretty incredible. You catastrophize and you're like, it's the end of the world. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I do it all the time. It'll yeah. never be gone. And then it's right. like, it's gone tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I think most things that we say, most th- most pieces of advice that we, if we make it sound so simple, nothing's really that simple. Uh, sorry, things can be that simple, and we're not trying to make it make you feel less than if you can't. Yeah, we screw up all the time, Tim and I. And well, I should speak for well, myself. I, I never do. Yeah, I was gonna say I should speak for myself, but it's sorry. Like I, uh, this is more just like prefacing everything, and and I'm sorry if we make it seem that way. It's you know, it, it's not as easy. Like it's not easy to, you know, you're at you're going on vacation to get away from stresses and you don't have time to do anything when you're here and that's where you're going. It might be hard to increase your steps by like a few thousand over, a, you know, by 10,000 over the next three months. Like, I'm sorry, but this is just kind of anatomy 101 and physiology 101 and, and body mechanics 101. So that's a lot of courses. That was too many things. Wow. Yeah. We'll go I to, can't do three courses. We'll go to 201 later. This. Oh yeah. Advanced. It's my transit cards. Wow. This is really nice. So, <laughs> that's pretty much my suggestion of course try again to start to kind of summate to my point summate summate bring it. it back shout out Stefan Smelski number one um try to make your routine as similar to your day your uh, normal life at home you won't subject yourself to to as many novel stimuluses, hopefully, and you might subject yourself to less perceived pain or less perceived injury. Yeah. Try to work your way up. If your vacation is about to be a lot of steps, work your way up, please. If you're about to go to Cuba and land a beach all the time, um, I would actually probably have to tell you differently, like to move more where you're actually there. Don't lay around yeah. if you're not used to laying yeah, around. Have a, have a goal before you go lie down. Yeah, definitely. Right? Like if you're going to go be sitting by the beach a lot and the only walk you're doing is to the bartender, then I'd probably, yeah, if I was your trainer, I would probably recommend 
having like a step goal or some Definitely, type of yeah. training plan in the morning to get done before you do that. Yeah. Margaritas post workout. Post workout. It's better than margaritas. Sans workout. Yeah, sans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm workout intolerant. Yeah, <laughs> I can't do it. So I just wanted to say that because I, you know, it's again easier said than done, I suppose. But it's a very relatively simple ways of, you know, not subjecting yourself to be in pain during the vacation. You know, after I think most people are okay with that after, but. This was during the vacation, and if it hindered some of her vacation, like, I feel bad, right? So l- make yourself aware. Hopefully, this changes a little bit of perspective. Hope- maybe you have a trip coming up in the next two week, uh, you know, two months or three months. Uh, I know for me, I'm going away next month. I go away, away in a, a month today, I think. Oh, no, less than a month. But I've increased my step count, so I've started walking a little bit. Walking my girlfriend. It's a fun time. I started to do the bike. Walking my girlfriend. Walk. <laughs> you put a leash. <laughs> put a leash. I, say walk with. Uh, I just drag her because she's just so small, small and I just kind of drag her. She doesn't have a step length like me, so she unfortunately just get pulled behind me. Um, well, she chases dogs, you know. She you know yells at other dogs, and so I have to like pull her back. That's why I have to have her on a leash. Oh, um, yeah, that makes sense. Is there retractable leash to say you're not supposed to use those? Oh, well, I, I want to give her some freedom. I don't want it to be too. I don't want her. Your love is crippling her. Oh man, yeah. I'm sorry. You're a helicopter boyfriend. But, oh jeez. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much. So I've just been walking a little bit more. I go on the bike in the gym 20 minutes before my workouts because I know I'm going to be walking a ton. We have a lot of walking tours, and I don't want my feet to hurt. And another thing, bring comfy shoes. I think most people know that. I, you know, I don't think I'm breaking your ground, but try to wear as comfy shoes as you can. Maybe don't break in new shoes on vacation. <laughs> I think that's not a smart idea either. Like your feet have to get used to new yeah. shoes sometimes. Yeah. So break in your shoes for like walk in the shoes, progressively overload yourself in the shoes you're going to go on vacation with. So buy a pair of shoes two months before and start walking with them. So they're broken in sufficiently and maybe you subject yourself to less foot, knee, sleep with hip. them on, sleep with them on. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't sleep with anything. If you sleep with socks on, I'm, I can't yeah, trust that's you. Yeah, that's a We're problem. We're not hanging too. out. That's a yeah. problem, too. Yeah, you ain't my friend if you sleep you with socks. You ain't my friend. Or pajamas, to be honest. No. Why are uh. pajamas... Why are you putting on a different outfit to <laughs> go to sleep? I don't understand that. No, it's strange, isn't it? Like, what would be more normal is putting on your pajamas to go somewhere. Like, if I, I see someone wearing pajamas up. outside... Yeah. They're not weird to me. They're wearing an outfit outside. That makes perfect <laughs> sense. That's but if true. you wear pajamas and you're putting on these... Separate clothes to go to bed. You're a weird one. Yeah. If you're over 10 years old and you do that. I was going to say. If you're under yeah. 10 and you're wearing Superman pajamas, you're cooler than me and I salute you. You're awesome. But yeah. Yeah. My kid's going to wear pajamas until they're 10 too. But I just wear shorts. I can't wear anything else. That's it. Just wear my workout shorts to bed. That's it. No shirt. No socks. Because I don't kick puppies. So... <laughs> 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 So I guess if you wear socks to bed, you kick puppies. Uh, sorry, wow. don't kick puppies. What are you doing? I'd rather you wear socks to bed than kick puppies. Love puppies. So I hope that kind of gave some good suggestions for people to to travel. Yeah, let us know if you have any further questions on everything on like everything we talked about. Yeah, um, yeah. If you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I'm confused about that, uh, send a message to one of us or an email. 
Yeah. And uh, obviously, find our socials yeah. in give the us, show notes. Give below. us some feedback, regardless. If you have some brutally honest feedback of how stupid I sounded, <laughs> um, then great. Tell me. Um, I will probably tell you you're stupid and your opinion sucks. Um, and then yeah. look back in two years and tell you you were right. Right. Uh, <laughs> That's actually mentioned but, me on social uh, media because I'm way nicer. Yeah. yeah. Way more approachable. Way more approachable. <laughs> but um, yeah, I hope this kind of. I'm sorry if we didn't give you like a bring a lacrosse ball and smash your hips with it. Oh, don't do that. Yeah. Yeah, don't do that. Bring a lacrosse ball or like, and play lacrosse with it. That's just probably better. Only, and bring your own pro, uh, pre, pre, pre-prep all your meals. Just bring protein bars and just drink water when you're on vacation. Make sure vacation sucks. Just drink water? <laughs> Instead of beer. That sounds awful. Just drink water. Don't do that. Don't do any of those things. Enjoy yourself, yeah, please. Don't, don't do that. But stay safe. In general, but on vacation <laughs> as well. <laughs> I was like, it's a PS, this is a PSA now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, I hope all of you stay, stay safe. safe. Yeah. Anyways, dude, anything else to No, that's it. Say? Cool. No, that's it. Um, we'll be back with a guest um, for... Episode 9. Is that what you're thinking about? Whoa, that's a strong commitment. I'm not sure. Oh. Yeah, oh. Yeah. I but was like, in, in the next episode or two, we'll have a guest. Yeah. yeah. Definitely um, and they will definitely not be boring um, or have um, information that isn't useful. They have to be Tyler or better. Yeah, but they can. Tyler Morrow, not me. That's right. They, they can, can be Tyler uh, or better, and that's and it. it's, and they can be ugly. That's fine. Because you can't is, look at them. Yeah, it's, just, it's just audio. So yeah. uh, we don't care about how good looking you are. Yes. Um, well, I want you to be good looking so I can look at you while you're here. But you know, yeah. But that's Tyler matters because really matter. Tyler cares because he's superficial and shallow. But, yeah, it's cursed. But yeah, this is just an audio show, so yeah. You know the deal. Okay, anyways, we're out of here. Sweet. Yeah, send us an email. See you later, guys. Enjoy the jingle. See you. Thank you.